What's up, sports fans? Welcome back to what we were calling Sports Talk with Brian and JJ, but officially going forward, we're going to call The Underscore. Yes, The Underscore. Yeah. It's kind of clever, I think. Underscore, underscore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's in, our, it's, in our, it's yeah. in our Twitter handle there. There you go. We had a whole conversation about it couple episodes ago, just type it, underscore. Yeah. Is that so, going to be our, our alternative, like the some, some sports teams have an alternative uniform, or can alternative be shift hyphen? And this should be the last title change, the third one in eight episodes. But you know it, what? It's okay. when, you're, when you're getting started, it's, I feel like the title is the, like, the thing that needs to come last once you're. Yeah, we're finding your ourselves. Legs. Yeah. You know. And let, of course, you know, so if, a, if somebody writes in with a better name, who knows? But for now, we're stuck here. We're I mean, stick here. we definitely went through about, I don't know, <laughs> 5,000 names, and every one of them were taken. Yeah, that, was, mean, that was the other issue. We did go through yeah, a lot of names. That were a already lot taken. of names that were already taken. And we thought, we were like, oh, man, this is clever. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, everybody else is clever, too. Apparently, there are other <laughs> clever people in the world. Who knew? Yeah, I know, right? I thought I was the one. Uh, I thought so, too. Oh. <laughs> uh, so how things been, man? Uh, how was the weekend? Oh, uh, crazy fast. We uh, we went to Pigeon Forge for the weekend. Oh, very nice. I uh, love Pigeon Forge, Gallenberg. Yeah, that area. We, we we did that. Um, it it was fun. Got a little bit of a little stuffiness up there, but I was heavily medicated and made it through. Uh, we did a mountain coaster. I don't know if you've done that before. Never done a mountain coaster. So Those are the ones with the handles. With the handles, yes. So going into it, I was like, oh, this is gonna be awesome. We just fly through this thing. Well, there's uphills and downhills. Uphills, you don't have any control over it. It charges, so it goes really slow, and then you get to go fast. And it was fun. And then the last night we went, there was a whole Little League baseball tournament that it ended, and they all went to the mountain coaster. We got there right after them. Oh, wow. So our wait was a little long. We got on the coaster, and all the boys, of course, are, are you know, joking around, and they all stop to try to catch up with each other, bump each other, which you're not supposed to do. And so I mean, as I'm as I'm riding down, my wife has stopped, and I can't stop. And I'm like, I, I got nothing. She's like, you got to stop. I'm like, I can't stop. And so I just smack into the back of her. And then they actually got an employee out on the track that was stopping people to space us out. And that kind of took away from it because you just want to go fast. I mean. I mean, but come on, man. Boys are going to be boys. You yeah. put them on a something like that. Right. Go-kart track where you're not supposed to bump. Right. I mean, Especially, just, I mean, what was the age of these kids? Uh, eight to ten, maybe oh, eleven. Dude. Yeah, Come we on. used to spin each other out on the go kart yeah. tracks. That always, hey, no, t- no bumping. I but, mean, they have those rules for. I, yeah, I mean, I um, get it. The boys from seven to sixty-seven. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. If there's if there's something stupid that can be done, boys will figure out a way to do the stupidest yeah. version of it, and we never grow out of that. But these kids should be exposed to Ricky Bobby because I think if they saw Ricky Bobby. They would be like me. I was screaming the whole way down. I want to go fast. I want to go fast, fast, daddy. And then I got stuck. I couldn't go fast, <laughs> and I was not happy. But that's okay. Oh, they had uh, so they they bribe you, not bribe. They offer they, <laughs> as soon as you get off the coaster, like, hey, do you want to rate us as the best mountain coaster here? It's like, sure, you're right here in my face. Why not? And apparently, for those who did it, my father-in-law got a koozie from from the place. So the next time we did it, I was like, he says, hey, you want to rate us? And I was like, yeah, but I already have, but you know, I didn't get a koozie. My father-in-law got a koozie, and he told me they bought 10,000 koozies 
and they were already out in three days. Dude, people love koozies. Yeah. I mean, well, people love free stuff. Yeah, period. He offered me a sticker instead, and I said, yeah, I got a seven-year-old. I'll take all the stickers you'll give me. Yeah. I mean, we were talking the other day when we were talking about the name change. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, dude, we need to get some stickers. Yeah. T-shirt, maybe some koozies. Because people love free stuff. They do. They love anything that's free. Like, go to, as your kid gets older, you will go to games, you'll go to events, and there will be vendors set up giving away free stuff. And he'll want to go up there. He won't even know what it is. Like, Mo has gone up to, like, senior centers that are, have stuff set up and, you know, just for people who are coming of that age. And she wants their free stuff. Dude, I will, go, to her. I will go to the Martinsville race just to walk around the vendors <laughs> and get free stuff. Never been to the Martinsville race. Uh, it's right here in our backyard. It's, I'm not the biggest racing fan, but I've gotten free tickets a few times. I, I've, I've been offered a couple times. I just, I've never, I'm not a race, I, I watch it, but I, I've never been able to sit and watch an entire race. But I'll flip back and forth, and I, I do watch it. I've never, I've never even been to the track, the Martinsville track. Oh, really? I had one chance, another chance to go there with my parents for Fourth of July. Charlie Daniels Band. Charlie, Charlie Daniels Band was performing. Oh there. yeah, he did that for a couple of years. That was real yeah. nice. Yeah, and, and I opted to stay home and play with my neighbor that night. Uh, looking back on it, I kind of wish I had gone, but oh well. Yeah, same, same. Yeah. I know my parents went, and I opted not to go. Because yeah. I was like, oh, he's going to play two songs and be done. But apparently yeah. he put on a show. Yeah, apparently he's got a whole catalog. Yeah. I, I later found out as I, I was driving, uh, went to a buddy's uh, with my dad, and I let him pick the music. And it was a, a Charlie Daniels CD that we listened to for three hours up, three hours down. Oh, and it was a good CD. Yeah, Charlie Daniels got some daggum good music. Yes. I mean, I've got a couple albums right there from Charlie Daniels. We got to get, we got also got to figure out visuals. I mean, we're, we're, oh, you've added a banner here, I think. Yeah, right? I've, I've I've put up my my Tar Heel banner. We got to yeah. get a nice red one to go next to it. Yeah, okay. Hey, look, when we move the studio, we can put whatever we want. As long on. as it's not dark blue, right? Exactly. There you go. Exactly. Unless we have a special guest come in who wants to rep the dark blue, then maybe we will. Then then they can sit somewhere now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll strategically place them in front of the light blue. Yeah. Exactly. Make them just yeah. <laughs> Give them a Carolina mug and make them sit behind the. <laughs> In front of the Carolina banner. Uh, so let's uh let's jump right into it, man. Let's uh, jump in. Big news of the weekend. Uh, Knights go up two uh, zero on the Panthers. Yes, they they have shellacked the Panthers, who still are in search of their first Stanley Cup final win. Uh, they lost five two, and then uh, that wasn't enough. So the Knights said, "Let's do seven two next time." Okay, just add a and, little bit. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so there we are. Now the next game coming up will be. Thursday the eighth. Uh, Will it be nine to two? I don't know. This was going to be a Florida. Maybe this is this this is the turning game right here. Florida wins. Maybe it's a series. Florida loses. It's done. So are both finals games going back to Florida? Yes. Hmm. So for all the love that uh, Boston, New York get for the multi teams, multi sport. You know, Philly just had Super Bowl, World Series. Uh, something else. No, the well, the Sixers. You know, they blew yeah. it. Um, but yeah, uh, <clears throat> Miami in baseball is in second in the NL East at thirty-three and twenty-eight. Wow! So you've got the Panthers in the NHL. You've got the Heat in the NBA. 
maybe the Marlins, baseball's all about getting hot. So maybe the Marlins hold on long enough, eight, two in their last 10. And there's a lot of rumors that Dalvin Cook might be going to Miami, which would just, I mean, wow, put that offense over the top. I mean, yeah. But so, uh, for that, two has got to be held. Well, now that now that Tom Brady has the ownership of the Raiders, he can't uh, play for Miami, as has been long rumored. So they're going to need two to be held, or get a better quarterback, or get a better quarterback. Yeah, either way. or just protect him. Yeah, I mean, that seems like the easiest thing to do. I mean, you look back to the history of the NFL, and nobody seems to grasp that. Just ask David Carr. Bless his heart. David, there. David. David. Yeah. David. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they, they ruined that poor boy. Uh, you look at Andrew Luck. We could grasp the concept to protect our quarterback. So, you know, it seems like obvious to us on the outside. Maybe there's something on the inside where they just don't. don't the problem know. is everybody wants that glory pick. Nobody wants to pick a good elk. Left tackle. Nobody wants to pick blindside guy. Right. Well, nobody gets, you know, you don't get hyped and excited in April for that, but you get excited during the season for that. Yeah. That's, you gotta, you don't win it in April. You win it in the season. So you gotta understand that. But people don't sometimes, I guess. I don't know. So yeah, that's the, uh, that's the Stanley Cup news. Uh, not much more going on there. So now we'll just, uh, talk about the other finals. I mean, still in Miami. We'll uh, stay in Miami. Yeah. Except for this series is tied up 1-1. Miami yes. uh, got the victory in Denver. Yes. So game one was, was a bit of uh, a blowout. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I think it was it was a bigger blowout than the score showed. That was for sure. Yes. Yes. They they Miami outscored them by 10 in the fourth quarter when it was kind of nobody's in there from Denver. Yeah. Um, but I think you said that kind of it turns you off a little bit. You expected game two to be. I ended up turning it off somewhere around the third quarter and didn't even watch second game. I caught the highlights, but yeah. I wish I'd have watched it. Apparently, it was a heck of a game. So Jamal Murray almost had a chance to send it to OT. Yeah. So Denver uh, comes out, goes down by I think eleven at one point in the first quarter, and then at some point in the game they were up by fifteen, and then they go back down by about twelve or thirteen. There was a goaltending that should have been called. It wasn't. But you, you were up 15. You had plenty of opportunities yeah. to not. And, I mean, I, this goes back for years and years. I remember always watching NBA games. You, you can't take your foot off the gas. You can't be afraid of running up the score. Like, it is it is what it is. And I feel like that's with any sport. As soon as you start going into coast mode, yes, you lose that killer instinct, that dog mentality. The NFL, you play that prevent defense. Like, I remember very clearly watching a Mavericks-Lakers game, and they just took their foot off the gas and was kind of lollygagging, and the game came, turned around. And I feel like when you play prevent defense, all you do is prevent yourself from winning. I've seen it for years with Carolina basketball. Tar Heels. Yeah. We'll get a good lead, and then it's like, oh, play safe. Let's run the clock. And it's like, right. next thing you know, the next the team, you were up by 12, and now they're Within one point. It's right. like, well, they, what the hell? They've designed rules based on what Carolina might have done in the past yeah. to not allow you to do that. Yeah. They need the four excitement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't run the four corners. There, there's a reason for that. So you gotta you got to keep playing it. I mean, Denver, you know, down, up, down, and then, yeah, Murray had a chance to win it, and it didn't go through. And now we go, uh, I, I wish it would have. I needed, uh, needed Denver there to cover five. But now we come back to Miami, tied at one, and uh, the series is, is now interesting, officially. Yeah. So, um, real interesting is that Jokic, 
Jokic is 0-3 when scoring 40 points, and he had 41 in game two. You think he should know that stat? And then, like, when he gets just to 39, he's like, like okay, I was going right, to start passing. Start ditching. Yeah. Passing I mean, to everybody. I'm not taking that shot. I mean, game one, he had another triple-double. Yeah. I mean, he was looking for everybody. So, I don't know if Denver just went cold and they had to feed the offense through him. But it, it was, because I, I, I was watching it. Uh, some of it was they were missing shots. And so, on the way down, he would just he got the ball, and he's in the paint. He turns around, boom, boom. is in. Yeah. I mean, Maybe um, Miami should know that stat. If he gets close to 40, just foul it. Put him just on the put line. him on the line. Yeah. Like, all right, you're at 40 now, That it'll just be in his head. <laughs> it's your game. You want to make it, him or miss Play it, it on the big board. <laughs> you know, Jokic is 0 for 3, scoring 40 as he drops that 40th bucket and just put the pressure on. And this was uh, Denver's first playoff loss at home yes. for the series. Or for the for the, for for the whole for the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Um. Like we both did the same head. Uh, yeah, no, we're just we, like we, a big around. round. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, read this the other day that Miami has lost game one every time they've won a championship. They went down 0-1. I mean, so that makes me want to just go put some money on Miami. Like, yeah. I know when they were up 2-0 going back to Miami in the Boston series, they were still the underdog to win the series. Yeah, I feel like they started losing when they started being the favorite, didn't they? Uh, yes, the game they so game three, they were the dog, and then that's when they started being the favorite. Um, yeah, I'm kind of curious if they are what they are right now, if they're favored or, or not. To, I'm not sure they're not based yeah. on being a 1-1 series. And, yeah, they are uh, – they're – Still a, a decently sized underdog. Best odds being plus two twenty five. So you bet a hundred to win two hundred twenty five. Or if you're like me, you'd bet ten dollars to win twenty two dollars. That's more my speed right there too. Yeah. Oh, that, that's that's a ballsy bet for me. <laughs> Anything over five dollars is very ballsy. Like I, I like to five dollars. I'm sure of, or it's just you know really good odds that I think is going to happen. For the most part, one to two to three dollars. That's where so I you play. just do it for fun to have something on the game. Yeah, it, it. I mean, and that's the thing. Like, I don't have to have a hundred dollars on the game. Like, I still, I don't like to lose. So even when I put two dollars on Jokic to get a triple double, I'm going to watch that and I'm going to be into it. Yeah, want that, want that return. Right. And I mean, the, so Jokic to get a triple double is maybe plus a hundred, plus two hundred normally. So I might win five to ten dollars off of it, but it's still just it's there. Yeah. Like I yeah, I'll bet on baseball and baseball's so fickle, so I I try not to do a lot on it either. And yeah, it's it's just something to add a little bit of spice to the game for me. Um yeah. One day maybe I'll be a consistent big better with some success. Honestly, I think that's probably something I need to do is get into betting because when it comes to football with my fantasy and betting and everything like that, like that's keeps me on the hook. Yeah. So um what was, you had a uh, interesting stat. Yeah, um, this is Pat Riley's nineteenth finals appearance as a player, coach, or an executive. That's twenty five percent of all the finals that he's been into. Yes, that he's been in. Like, that's nuts. That that is like, but it'd be like every what one every four years. <laughs> like that's about yeah. So he's been in one, two. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 
He's been at 10 finals plus five more as a GM. So that's 15. Wow. But he does not have a winning record. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So just under 500, I guess. Not terrible. No. So if he wins this year. There you go. They win this year. Is it? That would that, that should bump it up. Yeah. yeah. And that, that would, uh, so he's got one, two, three. He's got six as a coach. Oh, there's that one year in Miami. He took over after like 20 games and they won the championship. I, was he coach executive that year? I think he, he started as an executive and fired the coach. So I don't remember a lot about that year. That was uh, 05 of six. Okay. Uh, so that was, it was right after my senior year, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so that was freshman year of college for me. Uh, so was that, was that, did they win the championship that year? Yeah, that, that was the year. So they won. that was Wade and Shaq? Yeah, that was, they won the championship June of 06. Okay. Uh, the o- start, the, the season. Yeah. 05, I said, yeah. Yeah. Really messes with me on Super Bowls. Oh. But yeah, so I think he had, uh, he fired the coach halfway through or 20 games into the season. I don't remember what the record was 20 games through the season, but took over and won the, won the finals. Hey, I guess he knew why. I mean, he knew it was a good idea to fire the coach. I mean, yeah. Um, and last little bit of NBA news, um, is King James going to Dallas? Ooh, I saw this. with Kyrie. So I saw Shams trending on Twitter, and I clicked it, and everybody's talking about the tweet from him, so I have to go find the tweet, and said that uh, Kyrie has reached out to LeBron to see if LeBron would be interested in coming to Dallas. Kyrie's a free agent. LeBron is not a free agent. If you want to play with LeBron, okay, sure, Dallas has Luka, LA has AD. Why would you not just go there? You're going to have to give up stuff to get LeBron. You're going to weaken your team already. Why wouldn't you just go there for, like, not for free, but no cost? It, he's selfish, I feel like. Yeah. like he's worried I, about getting that payday from Dallas, and that should be a red flag right there. That you, yeah. He's not willing to, to take a cut to go there. He wants somebody to come to him so he can still get paid. And I, it baffles me. I do not think LeBron goes to Dallas. No, I I don't see that happening. Kyrie has pretty much made every team implode yes. that he's been on since he left Cleveland. Cleveland and like, LeBron. Yeah, he thought he he said he didn't need LeBron. He could do it without LeBron, and you know he learned in Boston. I, I get what LeBron was saying. I was yeah, but then you still had a chance to join LeBron. You went to Brooklyn with KD. You guys failed there. Just Understand you're Robin. Go to LeBron. Yeah. I mean, suck it up. Don't you? Come on down. You go to him. He's not coming to you. Right. If you want him bad enough, you got to go to him. That's just, you know, message to everybody. Yeah. But the Twitter news I'm excited about is uh, our boy. And so I didn't see this. You have to to share it. Hey, look, I just saw it. I saw it as a clip just two seconds. I haven't read the article, but BJ Washington. Is recruiting LeBron to come to Charlotte, the king in the queen city? Come on, man. That I, sells itself. I think we, we have to keep a tally of how many consecutive shows we could mention LeBron to Charlotte. Oh, I mean, I think we're on uh, eight episodes right I, now. I think so. 
we'll just start having a new segment. This is your weekly LeBron to Charlotte yeah. update. We'll do the the King of Queens. <laughs> hit hit oh, your dinger. Oh, man. Hit your I don't dinger. even know which one it is. There we go. We don't we'll have the headphones anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we still got to get our headphones. Oh. Yes. Got to get long headphones to reach from me to that box over there. Yeah. I don't even know if they make the cable that long. I guess they probably do. Yeah, I'm sure they do. But yeah, yeah I Amazon. like it. The King of Queens. The King of Queens. I like man. it. Yeah. Rights itself. I mean, they could have a King of Queens night. Bring in uh, Kevin James. Yeah. Like, let's do it up. Kevin James, LeBron James. James Brothers. Come oh, on. My goodness. It's just it all. sells itself. It's all lining up. How's this not yeah. happen? LeBron, come on down to Charlotte. Yeah. PJ Washington is recruiting him. I mean, PJ, that, that earns you. You're, if LeBron comes, PJ's number gets retired with him. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We'll like go outside. Like, yeah. <laughs> a little well, smaller version. Soon as, right beside it. As soon as LeBron signs, we go ahead and retire his jersey, and we'll put PJ's up there as well. Yeah. Like, if that, if, yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, you'd be uh, executive of the year. <laughs> Sorry, Pat Riley. <laughs> oh, man. But no, no, uh, no word on, uh, if there's any response from LeBron on that. No. Nah, so. That's a uh, oh, be tough. Wishful thing. Yeah. That's I know I'm getting tired of seeing everybody trying to come up with uh, what if trade scenarios for Melo. Oh my gosh. That's all my news feed on Google is is this potential trade, this suggested it's trade. It's like, oh, we got the number two pick so they can get Scoot Henderson. Uh, yeah. It's like, you don't need both. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Maybe we're going to do something new. Yeah, Some maybe we got fun. like a Clay Steph thing going on. There you like, go. Like, come on. No, it always, I, I can't do the proposed trades, the what ifs, because then I get excited and like, and then it doesn't happen. Yeah. Then I'm just, or I'll see something and I'm like, oh, that's that's probably going to be the one. The one that I like, we're, most of the It's what the if, worst one. And it's most like, of yeah, the what if trades are just definitely around the deadline. It's, hey, here's what the Hornets can offer everybody in the league and get nothing in return. Yeah. Kind of like we did this year. And it's, I, yeah, like I'll read the trades. I'm like, what? Do they, they think we're just goodwill? Like, yeah. We, we, we're trying to win too. It might not look like it. We might not play like it. But damn it, we're trying to we're win. We're trying. And the other thing I'm tired of, we're really going to do the grind my gear segment. I'm going to get yeah, that drop. Get it. Caleb Martin. Yeah, Caleb, the one in Miami, was cut by, my, was cut by the Hornets. He sucked with the Hornets. Like, granted, you know, maybe we got to be able to see that, but he sucked with the Hornets. Is what it is. And now everybody's like, oh, yeah, he was, he, the Hornets had him. They could have had him. He wasn't what he is now. I don't think he would be what he is now if he stayed with the Hornets. His brother was hurt last year. So they're, oh, they got rid of this Martin who did this, and they kept this one whose stat line was this. He was hurt for a lot of the year. Let's, let's get off his back. He's still a good producer when he plays. Hopefully this year he stays healthy and, I feel like that's been the biggest problem in Charlotte the last couple of years is health. Between Martin, between Hayward, between Rozier, Lamelo, and yeah, I mean, we, bam, we, right there is four big. I mean, yeah, bam, and then you know, you, I guess mental health for Miles Bridges. I don't. That was not yeah. smart. So you got some health issues there, but he might be coming back. We'll see how that goes. Uh, I mean, if, he, if he does come back, though, we get Scoot, Mello, Miles. Next year, LeBron. Yeah, it'd cool. be an exciting year. It would be. Man. We'll see you in Charlotte, LeBron. <laughs> oh, so, all right. Wrapping up the NBA, let's uh, change gears to uh, go ahead and touch on Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball. So, 
as we talked about, the Miami Marlins are surging uh, 8-2 in their last 10, which is crazy. The Rangers 8-2 in their last 10. The Yankees fell off a little bit this week. They they went 6-4 and four over the last 10, uh, gave up a game to Houston, who passed them in the wild card. But most importantly was the Yankees-Dodgers series. Everybody loves this series because it's two old classic teams. The Dodgers were in Brooklyn, had all the World Series history. There's a whole documentary, Uncivil War, Yankees-Dodgers. Good watch if you get a chance. Okay. Um, but their field, Chavez Ravine. Chavez Ravine, whatever it is. How do you have bullpen doors that open during play like that? Like, so, I don't know if you saw this play. I did not. Aaron Judge, hauling ass, trying to catch this, this fly ball. That's, he's our captain, and at the memes have all been made. He's quite literally going to run through walls for his team, and he did. He caught the ball, smacked into the bullpen door, bullpen door open. He slams his foot into this just cinder block steps, concrete Ooh. step. And possibly has a broken toe. And broken Jeez, toe will put him out for a little bit. But it is, you know, DH is there, so maybe they tape it up, put some dirt on it. Send it back out. Send it back out. Go earn that contract. <clears throat> but I mean, how do we how do we have this in twenty twenty three? Like how do you not have that door is secure or I just don't I don't feel like that should be something that is possible to happen. Like that's just a stupid injury to have. And your biggest star, who's on the same pace as he was last year when he generated so much interest in your game, and now he's going to be out. Right after we just... Over some swinging doors not being secured. We just got Stanton back. He hit a homer this weekend. We got Josh Donaldson back. He hit two homers this weekend, and now Judge is going to go out. Like They just... We can't stay healthy as a team. Can't keep them all on the field. And, but when they do, it's going to be great. And so I feel like they're going through their pain early in the season, and then later in the season, it's all just going to click, and we'll, ooh, number 28. Hey, there you go. We've been toasting to 28 for 14 years now, I think, 13 years, 2009. After 2009. So that was whenever we'd go out and drink, me, my buddy, and my wife, we would all, our first drink of the night, we'd always toast to 28. Well, before that, it was to 27. But now it's you know, it's been to 28 for, for years and years. And I'm ready to toast to 29. Let's say. Let's hope that 28 doesn't get to 28 years for 28. <laughs> it, it, they're already on one of their longest World Series droughts. Granted, they had one stolen from them, but we won't talk about 2007. <laughs> now, we were going to touch a little bit on the uh, College World Series. Yes. And so, how difficult it is to watch it. There we go. Another grind in my gears. Uh, so, yeah, I was sitting there on vacation the other day, and there's a college baseball game on. I'm like, oh, okay, let's watch. And I know that South Carolina plays NC State that night. My wife is a game cop. I'm Wolfpack. Neither one of us went there. That's just who we pull for. Uh, six o'clock. I'm like, all right, what channel is it going to be on? I got my phone with me. I got YouTube TV. Like, when we stood in line for the mountain coaster for. 58 minutes, I was watching the Yankee Dodgers the whole way through the line. So, like, I can watch this game while I do whatever. It's on ESPN Plus. I don't have ESPN Plus. You don't I'm have not. the Hulu Disney I, bundle? I do not. I have Disney. I have the Disney Plus. I do not have Hulu ESPN Plus. And I feel like there's a fourth one that comes with it. I don't remember what it might be. 
Maybe it's if just there is. Three. I only have three. Maybe it is just those three. <clears throat> but I, I've never found the value in ESPN Plus. Plus, that would just be plus. Plus, that would just be another app I would have to switch between. I don't want to do that. I just just give him a college baseball. Like, yeah. You want to. So March Madness, you want the Cinderella story. Like that's everybody loves the Cinderella story. College baseball has that. I mean, you had Coastal Carolina, UNC Wilmington, East Carolina, Campbell University, just to name off a few. Cal State Fullerton, they are good at baseball then. Uh Samford, another local school. We had the most schools from North Carolina ever, most schools from any state ever. Wow. Uh I'll I give mean, you those I'll give you those in a minute, don't yeah. worry. Uh but that you have the, the the Cinderella, the little team, the little school, make runs. Coastal was in Coastal Carolina was in the College World Series final a couple years ago. The uh, didn't they win it? The Chanticleers? Uh, did they win? I thought they lost it. I don't know. But like that's that's what comes up on ESPN. You get to watch the final of the World Series. You don't get to watch the the first couple rounds when it's exciting. And I feel like. College baseball has what you want college basketball to be. Show us the college baseball. Let's let's grow some interest in that. Let's grow that sport. Major League Baseball will grow. It won't have as quick of a growth because you're not going to see the turnaround from you know, being in college to major leagues the next year like you do in NFL and NBA. But it's still a good product to watch. What do you yeah. got? And generate some of the names that come out of college. I mean, yeah. you know, you know the big names coming out of basketball, football. Yeah. But when it comes to baseball, you might know a handful of those names. Some of those kids are right straight out of high school, but the more the more they get TV time, the more you know exposure they get. And then guess what that's going to do when they get drafted and they go to the minor league teams? That's going to help them sell tickets. Yeah, you're helping like such a large impact economy. If I know that this ace out of Vanderbilt got drafted number one overall by the Pirates because the Pirates suck and always have the top pick. He's going to be in Greensboro. I'm going to go watch him. He's going to sell out. When uh, Drew Jones, where he goes right now, sells out. Jackson Holiday, because we know their names. They were top prospects. We know their names. Their, their dads also happen to be former MLB players. We know their names. So they, they sell out places when they go for minor league. If you show these college kids, it's going to give even more of that effect. I don't understand why we have to watch NBA Inside edition, NFL, whatever. Like, but there's more sports than NFL and NBA. Yeah. ESPN. Let's 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 grow a little bit. Which, again, back to a point I made a couple weeks ago. How's there not another sports channel that does sports highlights like this? Like, ESPN is really focused on NBA, NFL. They want the ones that sell. They got the rights to NHL. They barely cover yeah. it. And it's you'll have the game. It goes off. Sports Center comes on. Game highlights, live press conference from the game, and then Tim Legler has to come on and break down the game, and then more press conference, and you're like 40 minutes through Sports Center, and it's just been the game. And I'm like, I just watched the game. I don't need Tim Legler to break it down for me. He can do that on a different show on NBA TV. Because yeah. I get that. I don't get MLB TV. That was the highlight of my vacation, by the way. They had direct TV in the Airbnb we were in. <laughs> so we had. Uh, Three rooms. My in-laws were in one room. My wife and daughter slept in the other room because she likes to sleep. My daughter likes to sleep with us, but it was a smaller bed. So I was like, well, I'll go sleep in this room. Let's turn on the TV. MLB Network. So I'm just laying in bed for an hour watching MLB tonight. 
And last night we got done doing uh, all our work and everything, get ready to go to bed. I let my wife fall asleep on the couch, and I usually watch a little bit of TV. I turn the TV on, and I say, you know what? It's not going to be as good as vacation was. I just turned it off. <laughs> she says, what do you mean? I said, oh, I was living my best life, just laying in bed watching MLB tonight. I was happy. Me but, personally, I miss ESPN News. Like, give it to me quick. Give it to yes. me. Yes. I don't need 20 minutes on whatever game they're covering. Right. Breaking down plays, <clears throat> why this happened, what football season is the worst. They will break down like three or four games and just like go really inside the numbers for it. And I feel like you've got NFL Live for that. If I want to watch just NFL coverage, I'll go watch that. I don't. I want everything. And odds are you've already watched the breakdown right before Sunday night football. Yeah. Or Monday night football. Yes. So really, the next day, just cover the two games that I haven't. Like, I mean, give me the scores. Right. I don't need. Scores and highlights. Yeah. I don't need you to break it down on why this play worked. Well, he should have, he zigged here. He should have zagged. The corner was looking in and then he baited him. I don't need all that. No. That's great. There are people who do. But watch NFL Live. Yeah. It's on ESPN already. Four o'clock. Yeah. Four third, somewhere around in there. And guess what? Every other sports show behind it's going to cover it too. Yes. <laughs> oh. Oh. So, real quick, um, the uh, Coastal Carolina did win the uh, College World Series in 2016. There you go. It was the um, first national championship uh, for the school in any sport. There you go. Uh, Cinderella. I saw an article the other day that said Netflix has a new documentary coming out. Have you seen this? What de- What documentary? The Urban Meyer Florida Gators. No. So the Tim Tebow, Aaron Hernandez, Pouncey Twins, uh, just yeah, the the list of people they had. They're they're finally getting a documentary on Netflix. Okay. Everybody's been wanting a thirty for thirty, uh, but they're doing it on Netflix. So that'll be that'll be interesting to see. Yes, Netflix had a little bit more money to offer then. I guess I, I mean because it's it's something. It's it's gonna be a story for sure. Yeah. Did you see this in the World Series the other day? The the um batter Trey Richardson for TCU. Hit two grand slams in the first two innings of the game. No. Yeah. Wow. Like two, two grand slams at two bats in two innings against Arkansas. That's like that's crazy. That is insane. And that I mean that kind of stuff right there. Like no, I didn't see that. That wasn't. And come on, how do you not? I mean that's. I'm sure it might have been a top play, but it would have to be. It wasn't. I mean. It takes so long to get to the top plays, and I got to sit through all this other garbage. I flipped to something else by that yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. So, for teams from North Carolina, as we are, we'll come to know it, baseball university here, <laughs> uh, we've got one, two, Sanford. Is that north or south? That might be Georgia. We'll skip them for now. Two, uh, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight. At least, yeah, eight. I think was the number I'd heard. So I'm is saying. it Sanford University? Yeah. The Bulldogs. In, uh, there is a Sanford University in Alabama. Maybe it's Alabama. Huh. Let's see. I know they, uh, I feel like they're in uh, at or 
conferences have realigned now, but they were at some point in App State's. They are the Bulldogs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they were in the App State conference for a little bit back when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Now App State's in the uh, what is it? Mountain West. Yeah, they've moved up. They're no longer. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were in the, yeah, and now they're in the Mountain West, which doesn't. I mean, they're in the mountains. They are. <clears throat> they're in the western <laughs> part of the state. I mean, I guess. <laughs> they don't specify which west. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, I mean, eight teams from from the state here, and then when you expand it down, you got South Carolina, you got Clemson. Uh, you know, we're just we're baseball haven right now. Vanderbilt's in Tennessee. This little pocket producing, which I'm not surprised. I mean, if you're from the area, you know that every kid plays on a travel baseball team. Yeah. We finished up our uh, baseball tournament Thursday. We lost eight to seven. Oh man! Yeah, uh, the team that beat us. So they had walk-up songs. Oh, nice. Uh, they. Uh, it was interesting. They are. They were comprised, combined, compiled mostly of a travel team with a couple of sprinkles in there that weren't. Uh, and yeah, we we uh, we lost eight to seven. Our second best player wasn't there, and. Uh, it was an interesting game. It was fun. We were the only team they did not score 10 runs on or slaughter rule. Well, hey. Yeah. To not have your best player? That's, second best. I mean, second best. I'm sorry. But, but yeah. Uh, now, it, it would uh, it would have been great to get that win. But, yeah, it was there was some emotions there. And my daughter plays and, you know, has said she's not going to play. Or we, we She said she wasn't going to play fall ball. First she was and she wasn't. She's back and forth. She doesn't like practice. Then all the, all the boys on the team were talking about all-stars. Trials Wednesday. She's like, Dad, can we get an all star? I said, No. Uh, this is a commitment. She goes, Well, it's just Wednesday. I was like, No, we got to, that's tryouts. You make the team. If you make the team, then you got to be here for practice and tournaments. We're not going to be here for one of the tournaments, at least, let alone practices. And yeah, I, we, we got to do some at home practicing before we try out for all stars. I understand. But yeah, a lot, a lot of boys, a lot of kids around here play, yeah. play ball. And, I, and yeah. we're, we're gearing up in about one more year. Cardinal will be, we'll have the batting cage in the backyard. I mean, we already got the T-ball set up in the backyard. And I can't, he can't decide if he wants to bat left-handed or right-handed. I mean, do, So do we both. might have a switch hit yeah, on our hands. That, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> all the parents want to force their kids to do this or that. Like, just, If they want to be a switch let them do let them, it. Yeah. Like, career longevity right there. Yeah. If your kid wants to throw the ball left-handed, let him. That's an extra 10 years on your career there if you're a pitcher. All you got to do is be able to throw the ball left-handed, come out of the bullpen for three outs. Bam, you'll bam, get bam. you'll you'll earn an extra <laughs> lot of money, a couple bills. It's like being a kicker. Yeah. Like <laughs> they always need them. <clears throat> All right, so let's move on to the NFL. All right. Um, a little bit of a fun news. Uh, the Chiefs made their trip to the White House this week, <clears throat> and. <laughs> Kill a Trav, <laughs> Travis Kelsey, tried to get on the presidential podium microphone. Don't know what he was going to say, because luckily his quarterback was like, no, nah, dog, step away. <laughs> that's, that's not the route you're supposed to run. <laughs> oh, also, I think it's kind of funny in Chiefs news. Um, Chiefs super fan, super fan. Javier Babador, uh, known as uh, Chiefsaholic, 
dresses up like the wolf and goes to the games. He's, he was there when they won the Super Bowl uh, a couple years ago. Um, has found himself on the Kansas City Most Wanted Fugitives list because he robbed a bank, a teacher's union, back in December of 2022. And did not show up for arraignment. Like, I mean, it makes you think, like, what? These super fans are crazy. I mean, they so, got to find the money to, I mean, this is a whole, I'm looking at a picture of this is a whole It's outfit. like a whole wolf suit, man. Like, And you're going to go to all the gangs, like, you got to find the money for that. I guess, especially when we sit down low enough for them to see you. Yeah. Those tickets ain't cheap. I mean, maybe, maybe <clears> Kansas <throat> City should have helped him out before he had a robber bank. I mean, do you think he went in disguise? Do you think he wore the? You think he wore the wolf mask when he robbed the bank, <laughs> like that? Like, or do you think like he has other mask? Like, oh no, this is my game mask. This is my robbing bank mask here. Oh, like, damn it, I grabbed the wrong oh, one. wrong mask. Now oh, they're definitely gonna know Could who I am. Imagine if he if he grabs the wrong mask, goes to the Chiefs game, and like, hey, that's the guy that's that robbed the, the bank. <laughs> you know, he's got the black mask and the big money bag. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him on Bugs Bunny. Ah, see, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Other interesting oh. news I found. The Bills have broke ground on a $1.54 billion stadium. And is it going to be a dome? It does not say. I don't think it is. It's not. Wow. I would imagine, like, if I could spell, it's not going to pull up if I search it. I will have to read it to find out. Uh, I figured they would do at least retractable. You would think they would do a retractable. But I'm reasonably sure when I heard this story first come out a couple weeks because I feel like it's been in the works for a couple years now that they were talking about spending all this money and still not being a. I mean, I get it. They want to play in the elements, and, and that's fine. But have your retractable roof for one game. Have the option, dude. You ain't got to close it. Have it for the Super Bowl. That's it. Leave it open the rest of the time. Have your weather. Have your advantage. That's fine. But if you want the Super Bowl, close it. Bring in so much money. Any team that's building a new stadium now, if you don't, why, why would you not? I mean, they're already costing a billion dollars. 1.54. Make it close. I mean, have the option right. to have a Super Bowl. That, that, that's the only thing that is, uh, maybe they don't, maybe cost analysis says it's not worth it. I don't know. But I've, I've I don't know. Yeah. I would um, love to see a Super Bowl in the snow, like in, in Green Bay. That's oh, 100%. Or, or Buffalo. like That would be awesome. Yeah. I understand it's going to give us like advantage or disadvantage, depending on, of course, if you get you know, like a, two warm-weather teams, it may not be as entertaining. It's a lot of running the ball in the cold weather. You want to see the passing in the Super Bowl. You want an offense full display. I get that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, if you're building a state, I don't know why you don't do retractable now. Anymore. Yeah, just have the option. Same with baseball. I mean, the rain yeah. delays and stuff, like, just, it needs to be uh, optionable. But what do we know? We're not yeah. spending $1.5 billion. That's for sure. I wish. <laughs> well, neither are they. Taxpayers are picking up $850 million. Oh, oh, okay. So. so I'm going over to Town Hall after this. I'm going to see if we can get a couple mil going, build yeah, us a stadium. Know. Which I mean, we could be the neutral site host. We could be the new Pro Bowl. Hey, there you go. We got places we play flag football out here. <laughs> we used to play in the outfield of the ball field at the park. Oh, man. Uh, other NFL news. Uh, 
Brady shuts down the rumors that he's going to come back. Now, I feel like he has to say that yeah. right now right? because he's invested in the Raiders and he has to look like he's a good owner, like, oh, yeah, I believe in the team. I believe in Jimmy G. I believe in blah, 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 blah. At the end of the day, who's their backup? We've asked, we, I've, I feel like I've asked this a couple of times. Do we know? Uh, let, me, let me see if I can pull up Raiders depth chart. It ain't Tom. It ain't anybody good as Tom Brady. Well, I mean, they're starting quarterback. It's not as good. As Tom it's Brady. not as good as Tom Brady. And we all do that. That's why. He got there. Well, their second string quarterback is Brian Hoyer. Oh, dude! You know what I did? Oh man! So Josh McDaniel is just picking old Patriots quarterbacks. I mean, Hoyer was was the backup in New England for a while. So when McDaniel was there, so he understands the, you know, yeah, language, the terminology. Although, and pretty sure Hoyer's like what twelve years older than Brady. I mean, <laughs> I, the dude has been in the league since nineteen sixty seven. Him and Stetson Stets Bennett are going to retire together. Yeah. Uh, so this is Hoyer's fourteenth active season. He is thirty seven years old. I knew he was old. I would love to see. Is uh, when he broke into the league. But there we go. New stats. There we are. What is his record as a starter? It doesn't tell me. Yeah. Oh, so man. 2009, New England through 11, then Arizona, then Cleveland, then Houston, Chicago, San Fran, back to New England, Indy, back to New England, now he's with the Raiders. And next year? Back to New England. Oh, man. I don't know. Josh McDaniels might finally get fired in uh, Vegas now, so he'll follow wherever he goes, I guess. Yeah. No, um, they got that cash from Tom Brady. They can afford to pay it at yeah. coach to sit at home. Exactly. Um, DeAndre Hopkins came out, you know, last week. He's like, oh, or I want to play with these quarterbacks. And tunes changed a little bit because I think the bills are out. Um. I've not heard the Chiefs are, are still they, in it. Have they said why they're out? I haven't heard that. Why, why are they out? I think money. Money. Or, I mean, honestly, there's rumors that he's lost a step. Ah. He's not as fast. I mean, he's 30 years old. Yeah, 30. He's looking it. for the Odell contract, $15 ah. million a year, like one or 15. So he's still got the hands, but everybody's saying he's lost a step. So I'm wondering, like, Eh, do we go with to, the old talent, or we go with somebody? You know, go go sign a prove it deal with the Bills, with the Chiefs. Get the ring while you're proving it, and then get your bag next year. Yeah, I mean that that would make the most sense. Yeah, but apparently he has he said he's open to playing with any team. So I guess everybody's got a chance, which bodes well for my Panthers. Hey, Colts in the water. Uh, and uh, he hopes to make that decision. No later than the end of July. He wants to be there before training is it, camps. Is and it all his that. decision to make? Or are offers extended? Uh, you know, uh, depends on who you ask, I guess. I, I mean, mean, you look at look at Tom Brady when he left New England. Tampa was it. Yeah. Nobody else was interested in Tom Brady, who you know, went on to go to what? Won a Super Bowl. Yep. Did he went to the playoffs? Went to the playoffs. They didn't lose the Super Bowl, did they? Mm-hmm. No, they won the Super. They, so they went to one, won one, lost to the playoffs a couple years. I mean. I would have taken him in Indianapolis. Took it, take 
game anywhere. I mean, yeah. really, I mean, um, yeah, I don't know if the officer extent officer offers are extended or if he's just like putting it out there, like, hey, I will sign with anybody. Yeah. Hey, anybody, anybody, I will sign with you. Hey guys. Hey guys. Anybody I mean, want to play? Uh, Arizona couldn't find a trade partner with him for him. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's... there's other big name, not wide receivers, but there's big name players that are still either on the free agent market or looking to get traded. I mean, we and... talked about Dalvin Cook earlier in the program, maybe yeah. going to Miami. Yeah. I mean, Zeke's still out there. Granted, I mean, the name value is still there, I think, but yeah. he's lost a step. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got these players who are, who are getting old, but I feel like their name still carries weight. Yeah. And they think their name still carries weight. So they're still looking for that superstar contract when it's like, uh, hey, yeah. guys, well, Zeke, stay relevant. And Zeke already got his contract. Yeah. And we saw what happened after he got that contract. Le'Veon Bell sat out a year to get his contract, got his contract. And he has said he regrets that. Oh. I mean, he's. Now, talking about Le'Veon Bell, have you seen the news where he talked earlier earlier this week or in the last but anyway about getting high before like every game yeah. like for the for the Steelers or the Jets or both for probably both but smoking weed before the games just going out there running for 152 touches okay. I mean I guess maybe it slowed the game down for him I guess Chad Johnson Ochocinco he used to pop a Viagra before every game hey. whatever works I mean, Ricky Williams back in the day. I mean, Ricky was a big pot hit. Oh, Ricky gave up the NFL to go smoke pot. No doubt. Like, he was born 10 years too late. Yeah. Or 20 years, maybe. I yeah. don't, like, if he was around now, it'd be no issue. No He'd issue. He'd be killing the league. But, no. Uh, yeah, it's uh, a lot of lot of, lot of, of big people left out there. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. And we haven't even had the uh, cuts yet. No, I haven't seen any cuts. I mean, I know June 1st they could have started cutting, but I haven't seen any big cuts. Um. But yeah, um, and last thing I got is uh, more betting, more players betting. <laughs> like, I feel like that's a rule that needs to change. Like, don't bet on your team. Obviously. I mean, there can be rules put in place. Don't bet on your team. But they've got a lot of money. They want to gamble. I mean, these guys are competitive. I mean... Jordan used to bet on golf games. I mean, per hole. Per hole, yeah. I mean, these guys are, I mean, embedding is so easy now. I mean, you've got so many different outlets. I mean, Isaiah Rogers is being investigated, quarterback, kick returner for the Colts, making bets inside the locker room. They were all little bets, 25, 50 bucks, a couple of, couple of big bets, but. His big mistake was he was making them inside the clubhouse, yeah. and they think he might have been placing a couple bets on the Colts. That's where that's, that's where it gets bad. Yeah, I mean that's like the uh, the Lions players who uh, got caught betting inside, but they were betting on college. Yeah, not even betting on the Lions. They could have walked you know thousand feet outside the door, no problem. It's. Who uh, Calvin Ridley wasn't it? Calvin Ridley got suspended for a whole year. Yeah, yeah, like, he's back this year, but yeah. Do they not get the news? Do they not watch? Do they, I mean, how and did, 
I've heard that some say that they don't understand the rule. But how about if you don't understand, just don't place the bet. Ask somebody. Yeah. Ask. Hey, what? Can you clarify this for me? Yeah. I want to place, place somebody here. Yeah. How do I do that? Yeah. Oh, I can't bet on FFL? Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Baseball, basketball. Yeah. Well, I've I heard mean, that, like, employees of teams can't bet on anything. I don't know if that's 100% true. I heard that back when the whole Detroit thing was happening. I wonder if it's because it's like insider trading. Like they had just had the inside. Like they can't even or, bet. Like if they work for the Panthers, whatever, they can't bet on baseball. Really? Right. That, that's that's what I'd heard with the whole Detroit thing. I'd have to search to find that yeah. source. But yeah, like that was. I don't know. To me, I think it's a little bit ridiculous. I mean, let the guys bet. Right. I mean, obviously, don't bet on your team. Yeah. Probably shouldn't bet on the sport you're in. Don't but... bet on your sport. Don't bet on your team. Don't bet on yourself. Right. I feel like those are the two big ones. But I mean, again, if so, they can they can pinpoint where you are to see that you're what room you're in in the facility. They could easily see what you bet. So let them bet on themselves. I honestly don't have a problem with that. Like if Isaiah Rogers was betting on the Colts to win, I don't see a problem with that. Yeah, as long as it's not a negative bet, right? If, if they betting, can track it, and it's not like oh, Isaiah Rogers need you know. Four, four tackles, and he's right. like, "Oh shit, I've got four. I'm gonna let this I'm one good. go." Right? Like, yeah. Okay. Don't you can't bet unders. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Let's just leave it at that. Like, I don't. There's. They want to do it. They gotta. They gotta work together. Figure out a way to do they it. They need to amend the rule. That's for damn sure. So I've got. Uh, I got two things. Lay it on. One. Uh, Luis Ariz, last year's AL. Uh, batting champion. He had the highest batting average for the baseball in the American League last year. Barely beat out Judge for the Triple Crown. He is in Miami now. He is pursuing 400, which is uh, a mark for a batter, 400 average. That is, you know, just the holy grail. Uh, the last time somebody hit 400 was in 1941. Ted Williams hit 406. Wow. Uh, and he he's Pursuing it, but it's too early to tell, but it'll be fun to watch. And the last thing I've got, Eric Lewis, uh, NBA official, being investigated for having a burner account. Uh, apparently, he was, uh, if the account is Lewis, he would face significant discipline for breaking NBA rule, prohibiting officials from publicly commenting on officiating without prior authorization. So he was basically defending himself uh, and maybe some other referees uh, to the Twitterverse, as OJ likes to call it. Um, and But even more so, it was found out that he's a, a big Celtics fan. Uh, and there was a lot of pro-Celtics, anti-Lakers rhetoric in his tweets there, alleged tweets. Uh, the Celtics have a 63% winning percentage in games Lewis has officiate, officiated, the highest of all 30 teams he has officiated games for. Ugh. Yeah, that is a bad look right there. It's his wife's account that was uh, had a photo of her, their son, in Celtics jerseys. Not his. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a bad look. I mean, that's... Yeah. But also, shame on the NBA for not investigating this. Like, when you start seeing these percentages, like, yeah. there's got to be. Right. 
Well, I like, mean, there's the was it Joey Foster, I think Scott Foster, uh, whoever it's. Chris Paul has a horrible winning percentage with with one of the officials, and it's just like I don't know. Yeah, it's like okay, let's look at the matrix. Let's see who. Right. Like all right, so that guy doesn't need to be officiating for Celtics, anymore. right? Like, well, y'all got y'all got to figure something out. Like, yeah. there's enough teams that he doesn't need. Right. Yeah. If you've got a rooting interest, then, then no. Yeah. That's just. Even if it's a slight reading it. I mean, you might think you're, you know, you're not biased, but probably you probably are. I mean, refs get caught up in the emotion of the game from the crowd. Like, notice the difference in a charge or a block in the first quarter, the way the ref just hand gestures it to the fourth quarter, crunch time. He's in it. all, man. Oh, he's, coming, he's going. He's so animated. Like, I love it, but you can tell there's a difference. Like, he's feeding off that crowd a little yeah. bit. He's so, hyped. Yeah. Is he hyped? Like, just to make that call, like, did he call it too? Did he call it wrong just because he wanted to get hyped to make that play? Or is he like, oh, that's my team? Yeah, mother. Oh, yeah. that's a block. block. It's, going. it's going my way. Lewis, Lewis was the official. I don't know if you recall the LeBron James Boston Celtics uh, Lakers game where LeBron got fouled. Pat Bev got ejected for showing the official the camera. Where Jason Tatum smacked LeBron on the arm on the game-winning free throw, uh, game-winning layup, and no call, and LeBron lost his mind. Yeah, I did see this. Eric Lewis was the official there, and said after the game, "Oh yeah, we missed out." Yeah, yeah, I bet you did after the game. Well, I mean, Pat Bev comes up to you in between <laughs> fourth quarter and overtime and shows you you missed that one and got a tip. Uh, but I mean, that's just that was a baller move by Pat Bev yeah, to go definitely. get the photographer's camera and show like, it. Hey, to let the me borrow this for a second. I got some. Oh, they would have made it better if it was like a fan cell phone video. And then Pat Bell popped a quick selfie with the ref. Go ahead and give me that T. Boop, selfie. Uh, That's all I've got. All right. Well, I'll, I got a little bit of disc golf oh, yes. news. <clears throat> uh, unfortunately, this past weekend at the Portland Open, Nate Sexton's cash streak has come to an end. Um, started back in 2008. Uh, 15 years and two months, 264 events that he finished in cash, which means he finished 40% in the top 40% in every event. Now, the current leader cash streak is at 54. I don't know if Nate's cash streak record will ever be broken. He was actually on a podcast a couple of weeks ago talking about the pressure of keeping this streak alive has made him play safer. Uh-huh. And he's all, he was like, I'm, I'm almost ready to like just have it end yeah. so I can be free of the burden. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like with, with hitting streaks, with, with all these kind of streaks like that, it, at some point it, it, it catches you. Yeah. It's just a lot of pressure to do it. And, yeah, I can see playing. Yeah, and the that. last couple of years, I mean, especially with COVID and the sport growing bigger, and Nate Sexton's been on more more commentary, and he's one of the most liked disc golfers. So every week that he's in a tournament, that's the storyline. Yeah. Like, oh, will, how will, will Nate make cash? Like, and that pressure. I mean, not just to make cash. I mean, they're not talking about you winning. That's a whole other pressure. Like, so yeah. I'm sure he is relieved. I'm sure he's saddened. 
but at the same time, there's got to be some relief. Definitely some relief. Um, so I went back and looked at what was popular in 2008 <laughs> when Nate's streak started. All right. Uh, Hulu launched in 2008. Hulu, before it was bundled. Before, yeah. Um, the top movie for the for the month of March when his streak started was Horton Hears a Who. I don't know Horton Hears a Who. Top song that week was... Hold on, hold on. 2008, what month? It was March 16th. March of 08? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, was Loving This Club by Hersher and Young, Ye- Young Jeezy. Uh, okay. TV shows that aired in 2008. How I Met Your Mother was there. Huh? How I Met Your Mother was there. That was what I was watching. Breaking Bad, Sons of Anarchy. Ooh. ooh yeah. That's the way. That's um, the show. Barack Obama was elected in November of 2008. Yeah. Didn't take office until January yes. 2009. Um, and uh, sports. The Celtics, big three, won their championship. Yeah, that, that Paul Pierce, Doc Rivers got his yeah, got free his. ride <laughs> that year, and uh, Tom Brady's undefeated Patriots lost to Eli Manning and the New York Football Giants and I with do, the David Tyree helmet catch. I do believe the uh, Phillies won the World Series. That I year. think the Phillies did win the World Series that year. They yep. lost it the next year. <laughs> So that's uh yeah, that's a long time ago. Man, yeah. that's a heck of a streak. Fifteen I think it was fifteen years, two months. Yeah. That's, that's that's impressive. What's not impressive is the money. So what did he did does he give a total for they his gave 15 a total years for his fifteen years <sighs> and two months? Would you like to take a guess? I'll, See, I'll, now I'll, disc golf, remember, is not a sport we'll, that's just just recently blown up a little we'll bit. We'll do higher or lower. And I will start at four billion. Lower. Two billion. Lower. One billion? Lower. Jeez. Five hundred thousand? Lower. <laughs> Bro, you gotta find a new job. <laughs> like you coming home to the wife, I cashed again. Cash. Well, let me again. see that seven dollar and fifty cent check. Um fifty thousand? More than that. Seventy five. So in fifteen years and two months. He made two hundred and seven thousand nine hundred and seventy four dollars. Two hundred and seven. Two hundred and seven. Wow, that's uh, that's luck. That's that's luck. Luckily, but it helped, like you, you help grow the sport, and maybe you make some money on the back end on your name. And he makes money on his name. Yeah. He's a commentator for Joe Mez and the Disc Golf Network. Plus, he's got the most. Probably the most popular disc say, does he make in the his, world. Does he have his own like? Yeah, you know. the the Sexton Firebird is by far the most popular disc. I mean, I have to go see if I got one of those. He, I don't think I don't. You might. <laughs> you would know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I'm sure he is well off with the sale of just his because he has. He's got the Sexton Firebird, which is his moneymaker. Plus, he has the Firefly, which is his putter. He also has an Excalibur, which is another disc. Like he has like three or four discs, 
but the second Firebird is definitely the most popular. Maybe that's why I haven't been doing good because I don't have yeah. a Firebird. This uh, Disc Golf Network you mentioned, where mm-hmm. can people find that? It's an app. It's an app. Yeah, it's another app. app. Yeah, it's they've got some like original programming, but it's okay. really you know just kind of like probably like Major League MLB Network, like. Okay. I go there. I can watch the tournaments every weekend. Live. Well, or is that is that is it on like a smart TV yet, or is it just on the phone? Okay. No, you got it on the TV. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. stupid apps on yeah, TVs now, really like, and there's a lot of stupid channels on YouTube TV. Yeah. Like, oh, we're giving you more channels you care about. No, no I don't. No. Now, Disc Golf Network is where you can go and watch it live. Okay. They still have some kinks to work out, but I mean, they've only been around for two or three years now. Um, so really post-production is where, like, it's a lot of fun to watch, but you kind of already know what's going on, so. Is there a declarative goat of disc golf? Um, yes and no. Um, actually, yeah, Ken Climo is the goat. 12-time world champion, like. But he played at a different, kind of like, he's kind of like the Wilt Chamberlain. Oh, okay. Like, he's got all the all the championships. But he did it But against... he did it against lower competition. Yeah. Like, there might have only been one or two guys who were really pushing him at the time. Oh, okay. Um, now you've got Paul McBeth, which is kind of like the Jordan. Okay. Like, he's six-time world champ. Um. So it's, it, everything grows when there's a good rivalry. Yeah. And that, and that's what they're going to – they need a good rivalry, maybe a little heated they, exchange. Oh, they've got one. It's okay. Paul McBeth and Ricky Wasaki is the – those guys do not like each other. Okay. Um, and it's funny. They started out touring together because they were both on the same – like, yeah, they started, started off touring with each other. Um, and then they were both finishing top. And but because they were driving to these tournaments together, they were like having to see each other twenty. And it's hard to compete with your, you know, with somebody you're seeing twenty, yeah. especially when you're competing like they're competing. Um, so then they kind of stopped touring together, but we're still friendly. And then a rumor like Paul started calling Ricky on some things that he thought were uh-huh. violations. Ricky thought was bullshit, BS. Yeah, but you know, I'm sorry, you're two dogs. Like, if this guy thinks you're trying to take advantage of a rule, like he's going to call you. Yeah. At the same time, if you prove that you're not taking advantage of the rule, you're like, f you, man. Like, yeah. So don't, don't, yeah. that hate, started. Gonna hate. Yeah. So that started, and next thing you know, they are just huh. do not like each other. They respect each other. Yeah. But they are both up front that they do not like each other. Huh. Yeah. And so, and Ricky won, beat Paul for one world championship, maybe two. Yeah, Ricky's got two. Um, so it's a pretty good rivalry there. Yeah, that's it. That, that it's a sport I think that'll grow. Uh, I've you know I've caught some highlights here and there. It, it's interesting to watch, fun to play. Yep. I'm not very good at it, as you can attest. Hey, look, it just takes time and practice, man. It's, it's probably been two, three years since I was out there. Since I was out there. It's been a while, yeah. 
trying to find the time to get together to do. It. I mean, how long we talk about this? Yeah, but this is, this we're, is we're, we're not breaking a sweat doing this. That's true. That's true. There, we can do this rain or shine. Yeah. But we well, we did that in the rain once at least. Yeah, that's for sure. You've done it a lot more than rain. Oh man, more than I'd like to count. But yeah, I just thought that was a pretty good little news about disc golf. You know, I hated it for Nate, but knew it was coming. Yeah. Especially with the competition getting the way it is. I mean, you never really see the same. The names that are in the top ten now are not the same as they were two years ago. Like, So the competition is getting better, and the sport is getting better all around, if you ask me. All right, so that's all the sports, I think, for the week. Yes. Um, did you watch any? Uh, did you watch any? Oh, you were on vacation this weekend. You said you were in Gallenberg. Yeah. So I doubt yeah you okay. No, I didn't watch any movies. I watched some sports. That was about it. Uh, yeah, no movies. Yeah. I uh, I went to the movies this weekend and watched the new Into the Spider Verse movie, which is apparently the highest rated Marvel movie ever. Like Endgame, dude. War? This nah? like, like, those are my, I like those. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's the highest rated animated movie, okay. comic movie, but I mean, yeah. See, I got confused. They went, they went in game, and then they went Spider Man No Way Home, and then they went into the Spider Verse. Yeah. It was animated, and I, I lost it there. Yeah, still good soundtrack. Okay. Still following Miles Morales. Um, uh, he's a uh, he's Spider Man from Brooklyn. So where's the other? Where, where's Peter Parker from? Queens. Queens. Okay. So is, is it really across the Spider Verse, or is it just across New York City? No, nah, it's across the Spider Verse. Uh, I mean, uh, Miles Morales is the first uh, Black Spider Man. Okay. Yes. Yeah, you know what Actually, I noticed? He's uh, he's African American, Puerto Rican. Like he's yeah. So a lot of these cartoons take place in New York or uh, comic books. Yeah, a lot of them take. I think it's a big city, you know, yeah. and and a lot of cities are modeled off of New York, even if they're not called New York. Yeah, like Gotham, Ninja Turtles, Spider Man, uh, Captain America. Yeah, yeah, the list goes on. I mean, yeah. So, um, great movie. Uh, I mean, even for animated, I mean, it had emotion. I mean, it the kid like can going, I pick it up, up here or do I have to watch? No Way Home, Into the Spider-Verse, and then Across. Oh, nope. You don't have to watch any of the, like, No Way Home or anything. You you do want to watch Into the Spider-Verse, the first one. Okay. Um, because it kind of just picks up right where that one left off. Okay. Is, Unfortunately, it, is it more kid-friendly? I mean, it is kid-friendly. I mean, it's so not like... My kid has been wanting to watch Thor, Black Panther, Captain America, and I'm like... Uh, she's seven. I don't think it's. She doesn't do good with sadness. <clears throat> she cries Lion King. We couldn't finish Dumbo. Like she doesn't do good with with death and sadness. And so I was like, I don't think. Mm. Like Black Panther, they killed the, the guy's kid right in front of his kid. Yeah. Now into the Spider Verse, the first one, there is a couple of sad moments. Nothing that like. I would imagine is like big tear jerkers. But no, like violent where it's like. Some of the movies you see, you know, people get shot point blank. Yeah. Like, that's going to nightmares for her, and I don't want to have to deal with that. There is somebody who gets shot. Okay. Um, but it's the cartoons, maybe it's okay. But, I mean, it's Spider-Man. Yeah. Every Spider-Man's uncle gets shot. That's true. So. Damn. 
every uh, Spider is that real? Like that's so. There's all the Spider Man, Spider Man. Every Spider Man, their uh, uncle gets shot. Their uncle or somebody important. To okay. Well, <clears throat> I mean, you find a formula that works, right? Yeah. Look at Disney. So, and even in the Spider Verse, they I mean, they talk about like everybody hey, has lost. My uncle died. Your uncle died. Yeah. I can shoot webs. I can shoot webs. Oh hell. I mean, even in the newest Spider-Man, it's like with uh, Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and Tobey Maguire. They talk about their loss because, I mean. I need a parody where they just all go to a, like an anonymous meeting and it's like, hi, my name is Peter Parker and my uncle, my uncle died. My uncle Ben. Hi, my name is. It's and my funny, uncle Ben died. It's funny you say that because in the new Spider-Man movie, there is a clip where. They're in this world that's only made up of spider people. And Spider-Man is a therapist, and Spider-Man is a patient. So he's sitting there, and he's like, and then, and then, and the therapist goes, and your uncle died. (laughs) (laughs) So they do kind of make fun of themselves a little bit. I like like it when they can look at themselves and laugh. But as far as you, you having a little girl. Yeah. A lot of strong female presence into in into the Spider Verse, both of them, Gwen Stacy, Spider Girl. So strong, I will say like, she she's not as concerned yet about it being a female. Okay. So we were watching. Did I tell you the WNBA? No. So all winter and spring, Dad, I want to watch this WNBA. They got a basketball league of girls. I'm like, all right, let's watch it. Summertime's coming. It'll give us something to do. Let's do it. We watch highlights of night one. And I said, hey, baby, a couple nights, another game's going on. I don't want to watch it, Dad. I said, said, why? Well, they're not very good. They can't dunk. (laughs) No, she thinks they're not allowed to dunk. I said, no, it's not that they're not allowed to dunk. They just, layups are high percentage shots, I guess. Yeah, she she watched one WNBA, and she was was out. So she's not worried about it being a, a female role model just yet. Just yet, okay. She, uh, she wants to break barriers. She wants to still play for the Yankees. So. Hey, there you go. Nothing wrong with that. That's awesome. But I think it's good enough. I mean, all right. maybe you watch it and then you, yeah, you make the decision, I think. I didn't think it's super sad, super action-y. But, yeah, the new one is great with the exception of it left us on an old-fashioned cliffhanger. Uh-huh. Like, End of the season to be continued, oh. like right smack dab in the middle of the plot. See, that was the beauty of when I binge watched all the Marvel movies because I didn't, I didn't start watching them originally. Like I, I when they came out, I caught up on them and watched, all, worked my way through it up to like then Infinity came out. I watched it and then I had to wait for Endgame, and I was just like, dang, it's man. a long wait. Uh. I, man, I was at the theater every week watching every daggum one of Like, every time it come out. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm still that way. I mean, I went and saw Into the Spider-Verse this weekend, and it just came out. I mean, so, you know, hey. It doesn't matter if it's animated, live action. Boy ready. It's okay. Yeah. But that's all I got, man. All right. I think we covered a lot. I mean, this we is our longest lot. episode ever. I mean, it's definitely the longest ever episode of The Underscore. The Underscore. Are we going just the underscore or with the underscore with Brian and Josh? It's or Brian and Jason. I think it's just the underscore. Just the underscore. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think I like that's it. I think that's good enough. I mean I like it. we know who they know who we are. Or yeah. they will. Well, hopefully. You know. Hopefully I'll sound normal next time. I got a little 
something going on. I don't know. But we can play with it. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find us still on Twitter at Bry underscore JJ Sports Pod. You know, got to throw that underscore in there. Shift hyphen. Yep, there you go. We can change our Twitter name, right? We can. We might have to change. We're it. probably going to. I'm. I was thinking about that earlier. We'll let you guys know the next. One. Yeah, I've got to work tonight, so maybe that's <laughs> something I can work on while I'm at work. <laughs> I've got to work tonight. What can I do? Instead? What can I do instead of work? <laughs> oh, well, I'm gonna hit the outro. All right, you guys have a great week. Peace.